1: So another thrilling episode of the Thought Police I have to say there's some good things to tell you loads of people loved our um, episode about drinking you know, not just because of the fact that it was all about kids drinking and yeah. you taking your first drink, but all sorts of tweets I got all week still coming in. Oh yeah, I remember my first drink. You know, Southern Comfort lemonade. Oh no yeah, I've never touched the stuff again. Other blokes <laughs> like, yeah, I was given whiskey when I was about thirteen. Can't <laughs> even stand the smell of it now. That's good, it's very
2: popular. So very
1: good. good we talked about that. Well, I think there's
2: a lot of it about. In yeah. fact, since since we did that podcast, I've been every restaurant I've been to since with. Uh, I've looked at the menu and every single restaurant that I've been to is doing no alcohol beer now. And that
1: that was I definitely you, I you not going to say. Uh, you know, none of them are expensive enough for me, so I'm not <laughs> to order any wine because it's only twenty quid.
2: But it is so popular now. Yeah, Argyle Beer. So I reckon that it's making a big difference for a lot of people. Well, I think
1: for, particularly because of the, the situation now with driving. I mean, like down in Sussex right, if you want to, apart from like maybe three pubs in the town which are walking distance, yeah. every other pub you got to drive there. Yeah. And if you're going to drive to a pub, say to have lunch or to meet somebody or take the kids or whatever it is. Somebody's going to be designated driver. Yeah. And you don't just want to, you can't just drink orange juice or water. No, no, you know? no, no. I've got a good one for you. I went out, uh, my sister was here last week, right? And ran me absolutely ragged. You know, all she wanted to do was uh, go out for lunch and dinner. Yeah. And we ended up going to this local Vietnamese place near me and they didn't sell any alcohol. And it's the first time I've been to a restaurant for a long time where they just said, we don't serve alcohol. Could you bring your own? It didn't say that. right? And I know someone who, who's been there as well, and she said to me, Are you sure it's not a bring your own? I said, it didn't look like that. You know, right. They just didn't serve alcohol. Why? I don't know. Why? It's not wow. as if they don't drink beer in no. Vietnam. Make I mean, some great know, beer. Saigon. Yeah, ta- exactly. Tiger? Tiger, tiger, I think, is Thai. Yeah, yeah but Saigon beer is yes, definitely beer. Is. is it Saigon, <laughs> yeah. Is it not called something else now? Is it not Ho Chi Minh City or something like Probably, that? Quite possible. Um, but also, um, they they then said, and here's where I thought it was a bit cheeky, by way of explanation as to why they didn't serve alcohol, they said, we also do not serve tap water. So you have to what? buy the water. Get stuck. I oh know, two quid for a bottle of water, which you
2: can buy anywhere else for a pound. What's the so, Vietnamese for you, thieving, conning little bastard? I think
1: if you say it in uh, in English, they probably don't get, get it. it they? But the whole place was full of, of Vietnamese people eating, so the food was great. Right, so I highly recommend it. But I'm not going to tell you where it is because uh, they don't let you bring alcohol; they charge you for water. No good for me. But it was quite good because it was my turn to pay. Yeah, and my sister and I had been going to some quite nice places. And this one was only thirty quid for food. <laughs> so was happy well, again,
2: Don't tell me you didn't know ahead of time. Uh, I didn't. I promise you. <laughs> anyway, meanwhile, right back yeah. in
1: the real world, yeah. uh, so-called real world of the of general election, mm. uh, we have yet to be completely formally entered into it, which should happen, I think, on Wednesday yeah. tomorrow. Um, but how about the first sort of few days of campaign? It's it's just mad, isn't it? absolutely mad. What bizarre. did you made of it
2: all? Well, I mean, it's it feels still. It's weird, isn't it? Because it still feels like an extension of the surreal yeah. exit. Yeah. So it doesn't feel. You remember general elections? Suddenly everyone's yeah. paying attention. Exactly. discussing the yeah, issues. Yeah. Think this still feels like we're just still. Do you know what? I think looking all like about
1: We've all got Stockholm syndrome now. Yes. And I don't think any of us really believe that no matter what happens, that anything will happen. Because we've now been conditioned to believe that if there is a result of something, somebody else will say, hang on, that's not a proper result. Uh, Let's call in the lawyers and have a couple of fucking lawsuits about it. And let's figure out, you know, who's really (laughs) really in charge. And that will go on for another three years. And it really does seem to be, um, I've been looking at more and more kind of um, data as, as you do, and people are putting together the start of the 2017 election and this one, and there are remarkable similarities are in terms of the polling, yeah, absolutely remarkable.
2: In, but do you, I mean, the one big thing that happened in 17 was how Labour started low and finished high. Yes. I, I just can't see that this, this time happening, and it breaks my heart, but I mean, the one thing I'd be confident about saying mm. may come back to haunt me like, I just can't see how Labour go and win a majority I can't see it
1: at no. this point I really can't see it um, but the polls are showing that Labour have had a bit of a boost over the weekend I a don't few really points, know why you know. I don't know why but, I mean, oh. they're not that far away from a single-digit lead, the Tories. I mean, so yep. it's not like they're that far ahead. They're no. massively ahead. And they've now been damaged, of course, by the interference from, the Brexit, from party. the Brexit party. Nigel Farage, first of all, gets Donald Trump on the radio, which was a great get, you have massive, to say. Massive, I mean, trip. unfortunately, yeah. not our radio station. But, you know, I mean, it was so obviously fed to him that he would say that the deal's no good. Yeah. You know, the deal. We can't deal with you. We can't yeah. trade with you uh, with this deal. Bollocks, can we yeah. not? You know, that's just rubbish. Um but the idea that Nigel Farage the next day then comes out and says you know Donald Trump says that they can't deal with us i mean it's all a bit orchestrated and rehearsed yeah. but for him then to say that he doesn't want to do a deal with the tories seems crazy doesn't it well
2: i mean except to say that he is setting the agenda left right and centre mm-hmm. and he uh, you know you made a very good point while we were making a cup of tea downstairs yeah. that if he if he stands in as many seats as he's threatening to then he has to get by law he gets a very he good share of the media coverage. yeah you know. And, um, and that is probably all he wants out of that. Mm. You know, I thought it was a really cowardly thing that he didn't stand himself. Mm. You know, he's, uh, is it nine times this now? It would be so? eight if he, loses. Right. if he lost this
1: time. It'll be eight. It would be eight.
2: And so he's not going to stand because I think it, it's a funny thing. People like him in terms of the message he's given, yeah. but don't trust him an inch. Right. And also every yeah.
1: time he goes anywhere near a major general election... He seems to lose the plot. Yeah. I don't understand why that is. You know, I mean, he's brilliant in the European elections. He got the biggest share of yeah. the votes for any party in the parliament in Europe, not just from Britain, yeah. but from anywhere. That's right. You know, he got 39 MEPs. It's yeah. massive.
2: He did quite well with UKIP in, and he did very well with UKIP. Wasn't...
1: Yes, but he himself didn't get a seat, and no, they didn't right. get one seat because that's the way the system works. And yeah. I think it won't be any different now. Even though the Brexit vote is probably slightly different to the people that voted for UKIP, it's not mm. that different.
2: Well, I think this is this is the most likely thing: is that it's going to fragment massively the mm. vote, and that you'll get you know seats where there's four or five candidates within a few points of each other, yeah. and that might well be the. the well, I mean, you general could, if you,
1: I don't know if you'd ever really back um, information to customer from a by-election, but and Radnorshire, um, basically the. Uh, uh, the winners got something like forty-three percent, and that was the Lib Dems with that uh, Remain alliance. Right, applied That's right, tory yeah. Tories got thirty-nine percent. Brexit Party got ten percent. Yeah, you know that could be repeated. Yeah, in lots of places around the country.
2: But as, again, as you said earlier, the um, Brexit Party reckon they'll take more votes from Labour than they will the Tories. That's I think because I say. think most people would think that that's where the tension is between. Yeah. And I think the Tories are worried about that. Jacob yeah. Rees-Mogg came out yesterday and said, you know, watch out because you're in danger of snatching defeat from the jaws of victory in this one, Nigel. Yeah. But, so, I think naturally you think that that, that's where the, the split will happen. But... There's a huge amount of people up in the north who voted Leave are absolute natural Labour supporters and will be completely bemused by the machinations of of Labour's stance on Brexit and might well decide to go to the Brexit Party. Oh, I think they will. I don't think there's any doubt
1: about that, but what the Brexit Party is saying is that if the Tories are even running, then that will be a problem for them because they might need those extra votes to beat Labour because even though Labour are a busted flush in a lot of these places... People will still vote for them in a general election because they hate yeah. the Tories so much. Yeah, but you know?
2: but I mean, people will never. If you're a Labour supporter in the north of England, yeah. believe me, you are never in your life going to vote Tory. No, no.
1: I mean, not even in Thatcher's um, no. you know, nah. sort of working class Tory time. I don't. Well, there must I have mean, been
2: some the, in Liverpool, for instance. I don't think it's ever flickered on the radar. I think people, you know, there's a Liberal Democrat Liverpool Council used to be Tory, been in the 1900s. Right.
1: But that was before they gave scousers the vote, presumably. <laughs> <laughs> you know, once they got the vote, they were all voted. They were Labor. all all over Labour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um,
2: the Liberal Democrats have done well in the past. But now you sol- your your Labour vote is should be absolutely mm. solid there. Except if you just don't trust them on Brexit, yeah. and then I think you. You're well, never I, was, well I was going Brexit. back
1: to Wigan, right, which is a place that I talk about a lot, only because of my my interview with Lisa Nandy. Yeah, uh, because it's the only
2: place in the north you've ever been. I've never actually been to Wigan. No, right, no, I've no. never even been to Wigan. No, I've never right. been okay. to Wigan. Okay. No, I've been okay. to Liverpool, right. Yeah,
1: and I've done a show at the O two in Liverpool, by the way. I've been to Anfield. Have you? Never been to. Um, uh, uh, the O2 in Liverpool, where's the, that? The O2 in Liverpool. It's an O2 Academy. It's like they took it. Oh, it's yeah. It's not like the big 0 It's not the Echo Arena. No, no, it's not that big. No. No, no, no you mean, couldn't I mean, sell out the Echo I couldn't Arena. Couldn't sell out the Echo Arena. Not <laughs> working with Perry. I mean, maybe on my own. That's another story. Um, no, but I mean, the thing is that um, I've been to uh, loads of parts of the north of England. I've spent time in Leeds. Yeah. I've spent time in Newcastle. I went to Whitley Bay. We did a show in Whitley Bay. Yes. Um, and so, you know, but Wigan, I haven't been to. I haven't, no. I've only been to Manchester a couple of times. I was pretty unimpressed. To be fair, to be
2: there's not much cause to go to Wigan. Well, why would you? Unless you're yeah. going to unless see the like George Orwell Road World to Wigan Pier and, or, and yeah.
1: then you go, oh, it's not really yeah. a pier. It's really? got a good swimming pool in As it,
2: Wigan. We used to drive, when I was a kid, we'd no. drive on a Saturday from Formby to yeah. Wigan to go to the baths. Okay. And all that I can remember is that the kids from Wigan, the local mm. kids, were absolutely as white as photocopy paper. Right. All had tattoos. Right. And were all absolutely hard as nails. And yes. And did bombing from the very top diving board. they Had an Olympic yeah, diving yeah. board. I mean, you'd and, be
1: considered a soft summer. Oh, my there, God, you? you know. we have I mean, been just it's like working, to I mean, out. It's the Workington Man thing, which yeah. is going on. There's places like Bolton, yeah. where I've also never been. Um, and the point about Wigan is, is that it's a 70% leave voting constituency, yeah. represented by Lisa Nandy, who voted to remain, yeah. right? Now, she's attempting to say that she's a Labour Party member who believes in leaving the European Union, but does anybody really believe that? I'm Probably. sure if the Brexit Party stood against her, yeah. you know, they'd win, wouldn't they?
2: So, shes is she saying that she now believes we should leave? Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah because she understands, I mean, I said to her when I interviewed her, well, surely... Labour has to be the party of leave or the party of remain. It can't be both. Yeah. And she more or less said, actually, we can be both because I can I can campaign to leave the European Union as a Labour MP. Yeah. Uh, but in the future, obviously, the party will decide what happens then.
2: Well, I, I mean, so I, what I, does that mean? Strictly speaking, I agree with with her on that. I mean, we live in this. Representative democracy. Yeah, but you can't
1: ask people to vote for you on the basis that you're going to do something, you then not do it.
2: No. Well, what you do is, you, I mean, she was voted in a, a general election. And our system, yeah. like it or not, mm. I mean, maybe this is something that should change. Is we don't treat our MPs as delegates; we treat them as our representatives. Yeah. And it is their job to do what they think yeah. is right for us, not yes. what we tell
1: them to do. That's true. Right. So she, Except if she's she's a referendum. On. Uh, and then That's then you, where it starts to get yeah, a bit more complex. So when you have yeah. a referendum and everybody yeah. says, we will enact what happens in the referendum regardless yeah. of what it is, then I'm afraid they put it to the people, which is what they want to do now. They want to have a second referendum and they want to say, give it to the people to decide. Are you still against that? Oh, I guess a second referendum? Yeah, yeah, because we haven't enacted the first one. Yeah. You know, because you can't. I can't change my mind on that. Mm. You know, if you want to have a second referendum down the road, by all means, but first you have to leave. Mm. You know, that's my view. And she has said that she wants to take the view of the people sometime later yeah. well hang on we already took the view of the people and you can't just keep coming time. So do you think that hurt.
2: she should stand aside and just say look I'm not in sync with the people Well you I think she, she should, should be honest
1: which is a great uh, you know, yeah. an unusual thing for the Labour Party to be yeah. because they're trying to be all things to all people yeah. they are trying to say to people in Wigan don't worry we want to leave the European Union but to people in London, yeah. they're saying, oh, no, we want to remain. Well, that's bullshit. Because she'll remain. It's, you can't do that. Yeah. That's not a sustainable position, is it? No. And she'll get found out on the doorstep. But, I mean, does
2: she... I mean, if she stays on and is honest and says, by the way, you know, mm. I'm going to campaign to stay because that's what I truly feel. Yeah. or I'm going to campaign to leave. Yeah. But don't worry because it's never going to happen. Right. Because if we get in, Jeremy's got different ideas.
1: Mm.
2: Well, you're denying people a proper choice, aren't you? You're well, you people the choice that I want to vote Labour and I want to leave the European right. Union. And also all this
1: bullshit that they've been talking about for ages now where certain MPs will say well, you know, yes my constituency voted narrowly to remain or narrowly to leave, but I have to represent all my constituents. Well yeah. that's bullshit. Yeah. They don't represent all the constituents after an election, do they? Lisa Nandy no. and doesn't go around representing the people who didn't vote for her. She represents the Labour voters who put her in.
2: I think what would be good is, is if they all made a very short understandable personal manifesto exactly on what they think about Brexit, how they voted, how they would vote in the future, you know, a commitment to the constituencies... And then say you know like it or lump it right, and if you don't like it, then you've got to vote me out. Or, and, you know. or
1: they have to deselect themselves from the party and offer the deselection Then maybe yeah. and, and, off, and offer themselves up if you think that you're the MP that everybody locally wants because yeah. they like you so much yeah. and you're so trustworthy. But again, then that's, take but, your take, take your party hat off, yeah.
2: and run on your own. That very rarely comes off, though, doesn't it? You can. Well, I'm really interested to
1: see how all these Lib Dems do. You know, by the way, and I don't wish to be unkind, but I don't know if you <laughs> saw that picture over the weekend of Sam Jima <laughs> with his sort of uh, very bright sort of red stroke orange trousers. Yes. And oh, Joe Swinson, who appears to have now dressed like some kind of a teacher on an away date. <laughs> yeah. She's so got like thigh length uh, black boots on.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, black trousers. Yeah. Right. And some kind of yellow, very thick knitted sweater. Right. I don't know what's going on with But well, what does it matter? Well, of course it matters because she's obviously taken a decision to look in a particular way yeah. to appeal to a group of people. But don't men, normally speaking, men do that married, as
2: well. I don't want to come over all well, woke. I'm but, sorry. Yeah.
1: I've, did you not hear me saying Sam? Jeeper yeah, you did. Yeah, but Joe, you picked the one guy who's got like an outlandish. But he was walking next to her. Yeah. That's why. And they're part of the Lib Dems. They've obviously had some kind of conversation about how to dress. Because don't tell me they do don't it, do you that. Th- seriously, do you think? that
2: do. She said, "I'm wearing yellow. You're wearing orange today." No, no.
1: They will have had somebody come in and tell them what to wear. Right. I okay. once did an interview, right, with a woman who wrote a book called "Color Me Beautiful." Yeah. Okay. This was in America in the days when I was so versatile, I literally did anything. Right? Yeah. And I was tested by them, and they do this thing where they go, "Right, this is a good color for you." Right. <laughs> blue. Blue is a good color. That's why I wear a yeah. all blue. Right? Okay. Yeah. I'm wearing a blue shirt even as we speak. Yeah. And this is the kind of tie you should wear. You know, th- yeah. you think this doesn't have political no, connotations sure all does. the time? Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, I was watching one of the things when I was showing my sister was the thick of it, right? because she's never seen it, and she's now hooked, she's like, I'm going to go back to America, I'm yeah. going to find it on, whatever, yeah. you know, situation, this time can find it, yeah. but you know, when I have the guy, the sort of, the new age guy, that comes in, yeah. and says to, um, says to like the old fashioned Tory, okay now, um, I brought you a shirt and a jacket, he's like, what the fucking, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing a suit now, he says yeah, but it's very 80s, very 80s, and he gives him this stripy shirt, no tie, <laughs> yeah. so why don't you try hanging it outside your trousers, he's like, Fifty years old. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? But these characters come in. There's yeah. no doubt that Lib Dems have had some kind of makeover. But it's just she's women... normally standing in a dress, right? right
2: okay. And I've never paid this much attention to her. Well, clothes. these things
1: are important. Okay, go on. I mean, what do you mean you don't? I listen to what's coming out. out of her mouth. I'm not bothered doing mean, that. That's it's a not the fashion pages. That's a fashion person. Well, I don't disagree necessarily. You know, but... This is the woman who has put on her campaign literature the next prime I minister know. of the British And she Charles. got rightly. What well, like a complete
2: idiot. Did you see Andrew Neil tear it oh, a
1: piece Well, this is her, you know, she can't even define a, the shrinking of an economy.
2: It's just a bit mad, isn't it? even if, I mean, obviously, if you're the
1: leader of a party,
2: and, you know, you will drink, get off to sleep, won't you, every night by imagining yourself walking through yeah. 10 Downing Street. Yeah. The same way I imagine myself going up to collect the Booker Prize. Really? Right? Is it, that what happens to you? Yeah,
1: it is. It's never going to happen. Although I did have a dream about Jess Phillips the other day, but I think it was because I'd taken a lot of um, anti-cold medicine <laughs> and I was kind of raving, you know. Because <laughs> right. uh, my other half said to me, "You need a holiday if you start to dream about the politicians." I said, <laughs> "Yeah, don't tell me about it, you know."
2: But you know, you, so you've got to you know believe. Know what doing what who? She, Jess, Phillips? Jess Phillips? Is, is this going to be family? It's not dirty. She, okay. came yeah. studio,
1: okay. right? she came in to do an interview with us yeah. in the studio. Is right? this in your dream or in real? This is in the dream, right? She's never been in my studio or my tent of common sense, right? She came into the studio to. To do an interview, right? But she kind of slumped down like some kind of, you know, rock star stroke neer do well. Yeah. And she was smoking. Yeah. And she wouldn't stop smoking. We kept saying, "Look, you can't smoke," and she just yeah. kept going. Yeah. Fuck you. Uncle. Yeah. And she just kept smoking. i and then, and then she just kind of slid all the way. And she was so kind of yeah. reckless. Well, and kept loosh. swearing louche Yeah. You know. Great word. And I was yeah. And I, and I didn't know what to do there. And then yeah. I woke up. So there was Thank no. God. So clearly unfinished business with Jess Phillips. Just, well, if Jess
2: Phillips wants to go on your show, that's easy to arrange, right? If you have well, her on, of course I would. If she and would you yes, let sir. her smoke?
1: Uh, Does I would. she smoke? Well, I don't know. She looks no, like she might have smoked I might I mean, we're not even allowed to have tea in the in the studio without with a, in a your, lid on it. With your, no, in your no we have space have, age. No, studios. we have to have a sort of sippy cup arrangement yeah. because they're worried you're going to spill it all over the brand new equipment. Yeah. So you know, you can only have tea that, that comes in a. A cut with the lid. It's very flashy. Listen, of it's stories. very flashy, yeah. Nice? I can't believe the only time you come in there is to go on Matthew Wright's show. I know. And certainly. he wasn't even there. He wasn't. I mean, you know, <laughs> talking about getting it all wrong. You know, you're supposed to be coming in to go on well, show. <laughs> well, I will. Well, you have to do that during the election. Should we do that? Yeah, well, let's do it we'll do, we, we must do it during right? the election. Right.
0: Selling a little. Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom.
1: Yeah, but I mean, um, no, I think... What was Jess Phillips wearing? Um, seeing as that's so critical to I your then, I mean, I think she had a sort of a big scarf on. Did you approve of what she was wearing? I couldn't, I certainly didn't think... Did it might be. the on or? earth told you to dress like that? <laughs> I was more really concerned with the smoking for Go on. Cool.
2: Um, well I'm the, sure Joe Swinson's Joe, desperate to what, hear but mark she words, be wearing, so. now yeah. you know how
1: I get this stuff right all the time because yeah. you told me that you didn't think Carrie Simmons going to Dallas Street was going to be a big deal now yeah. she's going to be campaigning with Boris yeah you know there might be people that don't like that amazing I yeah. mean imagine the McDonald's guy can you forget to the bottom of this story? I know Steve Easterbrook. Well, yeah. When I say I know him, I've met him a few times. if like you'd ever work for him, because otherwise uh, obviously he'd obviously be trying to have a relationship with him. What do you he, well, I mean, I'm reading between the lines that yeah. he's not married. No, he's, 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 divorced, he's divorced, yeah. So he's perfectly entitled to have a, 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 a shag with one of those people. Except
2: work to say, apparently, and I only woke up to this this morning, that yeah. most American firms, or a lot of them anyway, have this thing where you can't have a relationship with a subordinate.
1: As somebody said today... On Twitter, so what? Are you only really allowed to have a relationship with somebody who makes the same money as you? Yeah, got or at the same level. Well, apparently so. But well, what if they get promoted? Then you've got to stop. I it. mean, we used to have a rule at the Mirror um, that if you had a relationship with somebody else uh, in the in the building or yeah. in the company, you were supposed to tell your line manager.
2: Right. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. I I did. I, I didn't think that's probably anyway. a good rule, though, isn't it? Well, I mean, don't you
1: think? it starts to get a bit tricky, I suppose, because um, if it's a, I mean, most people, most people, Well, this one was consensual, though. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, but it can be
2: illicit and consensual. You know, like, i.e., she could have been married. Oh, I see consensual. what you mean. Yeah.
1: yeah, yes, but I mean, I don't know whether the we don't you know. know the we don't know who she is. Whether she was serving or, to or what. It starts get a bit yeah. tricky. Yeah. You know, what I mean, I used to know people who would say things like, it's not my fault who I fall in love with. Yeah, exactly. How can you tell somebody who works in an office, yeah. where most people meet, by the way, yeah, exactly. their, their future partner, and if you're chief that you can't have an affair with them? you're
2: chief executive of a company, yeah. right, and you're spending loads of time with the, with your workforce, and yeah. you're divorced, yeah. then that is likely to be where you're going to pick someone yeah, up, isn't it? You exactly.
1: Know? And what is this? I mean, maybe he even told them, because yeah. he thought that was the right thing to do. Yeah. And now they've fired him for
2: it. Well, when I met him, it was when we were launching a site called Mirror Football. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And it was a really good site. It was all about, you know. And he's an American, this guy. So, no, he's British. He's from, um, from, where is he from? Watford. He's from Watford, yeah. And he, at the time, I think, was the UK boss of McDonald's. And they were all into grassroots football at the time because they wanted to sort of counter this junk food image. Oh, yeah.
1: And he turned up to... I remember that, cause they because they sponsored England, didn't they? Right, exactly. So yeah. he
2: turned up to a game at Wembley. Um, we won 5-1 or something. It wasn't the Germany game. Okay. We batted, I think it was Croatia or somewhere. Yeah. we batted them 5-0 or 5-1. Right. And uh, afterwards, he came up to me and started talking about mirror football. And we spoke for about 15 minutes and he was a brilliant, down-to-earth, mm. super nice guy. Right. And so I was like really pleased for him when he got this huge job like four or five years ago. But he's, he's had other massive jobs. Oh. I think he... Ran Pizza Express or well, most Wagamans of these guys have
1: got this kind of
2: he'll yeah, wash up somewhere yeah. massive, you know he'll be boss of KFC before you know yeah, or something yeah. like this. He, he looks, looks like have... he eats a lot of his junk food. But... I
1: haven't, uh, to be honest, I've not. I mean, I've never heard <laughs> of the guy. I didn't really watch. I didn't follow. Yeah. All, I, all I kept thinking to myself was, this is a very odd story. it's got a lot of holes in it. If, yeah. and if I'd been in a newspaper publishing that, I'd go, wait a minute, there's a yeah. publisher stuff here we don't know. There's stuff, in you it. know, who's the woman? Yeah, is she married? Has he been married? I mean, yeah. nothing. There was no. I mean, this is one of the things that drives me nuts about modern journalism, right? Yeah. No information whatsoever on him. Yeah. So, I mean, you've told me something that wasn't That a he's story. British born. He's, oh, he's one, bizarre, that he's British, and two,
2: that he was divorced. They hardly uh, mention
1: the fact that he's a bit no. in the news today. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. Everyone's so frightened. I mean, I'll tell you what, I was watching Match of the Day. I put a tweet out. I yeah. shit for it uh, last night. I was watching <laughs> Match of the Day, and it was like watching some kind of massive apology. No, <laughs> I'm not doing this because I'm bloodthirsty, right? Yeah. You know the injury to Gomez. that yeah, took place yeah. in the Everton game, right? Yeah. They're showing the game, and because of the angle of the shot, you can't see what's happened except to see that something bad has happened. But they then show it from another angle, right? Yeah. But they say, but we're going to stop it so you don't see the injury. Well, why are you showing me that? Why are you showing me? Just either show it or don't show it. But don't sort of go, oh, it's too upsetting. Yeah. And also, by the way, I'm sorry if this sounds a bit un-PC, but footballers weeping and wailing and moaning... Yeah. That it's, oh they've seen something terrible yeah. these guys are on a million a week or something yeah. right yeah. driving around in Lamborghinis what are well, you going to tell me oh you have never seen somebody break their ankle before it's not nice though is it see, I'm sure no. it isn't yeah. but that's part of the job I don't expect yeah. to see them all
2: you know hugging each other well, if, and it crying. Mate, if it was your mate though you'd feel emotional man not particularly
1: because it's the end of maybe career I'm, maybe maybe I'm like, I'm, well I don't know but yeah. maybe I'm just a bit
2: harder than but those. take the rugby guys yeah. totally different I yeah. mean they're getting their noses broken they yeah. You know, arms broken, whatever, shoulders dislocated. I the mean, way. there was a guy I mean, down. Put back in on the pitch. There was
1: a guy down, concussed. The yeah. at the start of the of the uh, England South Africa That's girl, right, right. Carl, uh, and he got carried Sinclair, off. Yeah. Luckily, he was able to walk off. Think, yeah, yeah. Said, of course, you but he was knocked. About it. He was knocked out. He was out cold. Yeah, he yeah. was out cold. But the yeah. point is, you, I mean, you know, I'm sorry. I think you've got a responsibility. Yeah. It's all very well being woke yeah. and you know PC, Yeah. but you're an athlete. You know, you're going to tell me that you don't run the risk of getting yeah. a terribly bad no, of injury? Course, of and course. And I know that there'll be lots of people telling you, "Well, that bastard, that ground is you know horrible." <laughs> but, the, but you know, it's you. Know, and they'd you imagine, be right, by the way. Can well, you not know, for imagine? This. All right, well, all right. Let's go back not to for your. This let's go back to your you know European Champions League, European Cup winning team yeah. of you know. Uh, what was his name? Seventy-seven. Tommy Smith. Tommy Smith. Yeah. You know Steve Highway. Yeah. yeah. Um, and even Gerson, Terry, sort of McDermott, Terry McDermott. Yeah, Terry Chris Lawler. Yeah, Alec yeah, Lindsay. Yeah. All tough You know guys, all yeah, these yeah. guys. You know yeah. I'm sure they'd all seen some pretty bad yeah. stuff. You yeah. wouldn't see them clutching their heads in, in yeah. anguish, going, yeah. "Oh my God!" You know Stevie Highways broken his leg. Well, there was a great Who story. Are we do now
2: because my dad was uh, used to be editor of the Football Echo in Liverpool, yeah. so he knew all of these Liverpool players, and they used to come in and out of the house. And actually, Tommy Smith was a, i think I've probably mentioned this before. He was a mate of, the, mm. of my dad's. Yeah, yeah. We saw quite a lot of Tommy. Right. And uh, there was a story... Amazing face. face. Oh, oh, like that well,
1: marked face.
2: shankley said to him, he wasn't born, he, he was quarreled. Right. And it he, and he, and he was. Yeah. And by the way, there's a great bit on YouTube where uh, you'll have to dig it out, but it's Tommy Smith in the Anfield car park. Right. right. And he's, walk, he's just parked his car yeah. at, at, the, at Anfield, not, right. at, not at the... Um, at the uh, training ground, and he's walking out of his car, and some fella is backing his car out of a space or something like right. that, and comes too close to Smith for his right. liking, right. Right. Smith practically pulls the guy out of the car, <laughs> he's, he's got a rolled up newspaper, he's going, you come here son, you know what, I'll sort." I mean, it's, it's, it is unbelievable aggression, right. but, but the it? story was that, um, Smith's first game, um, somebody got a really bad, you know, gash across right. their knee like right. that, and he was on the on the sidelines like that, being attended to yeah. by the doctor. And Bob Paisley was attending to him, right. Shankly's deputy. And Smith came over and looked at this guy, and there was blood everywhere, yeah. and the skin was flapping over right. like that. And I said, "Oh my God, that looks terrible." And Shankley elbows him in the ribs.
1: Shut <laughs> and of piss off.
2: <laughs> and told this guy he was perfectly yeah. fine. Pulled his sock yeah, over yeah. the injury, and right. sent him back, Sent on. him
1: back on. That's right. But I said, he'd have been thing? out for a month." Remember the Terry Butcher case where he's covered in blood? Yeah, you know, as yes. it's just running down his face, he's all over his shirt, That's completely right. red. That's I mean, right. I'm sorry. Look, I know that it's probably traumatic for these young men who haven't been used to seeing people getting injured. You know, yeah. in, in football, because you know they thought it was all just like FIFA 15. Yeah, you know, where nobody yeah. actually gets hurt. Yeah, you know, you can fall off a fucking cliff. And well just some of the tackles off. now that get
2: red cards. Oh, I know. You would, They wouldn't. Well, wouldn't I love stop watching
1: those old games. You yeah. know, where they show you you know, people like Norman Hunter. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to sound like some old crazy person, but, yeah. you know, they'll be coming in at you. I mean, Billy Bremner, oh, you know, really? launched himself at about three feet off yeah, the ground with like two feet. Yeah. And he got you with his hand if he missed you with his feet, that's you right, know. That's right. I mean, these people were unbelievable. That's right. I just thought it was a bit unseemly yeah. to watch all these very privileged young men, you know, who couldn't actually handle looking at somebody, a fellow player, who's yeah. been injured.
2: But you're right about the, I mean... That I'm not sure about, but you're absolutely right about Match of the Day. I mean, yeah. you just don't show it if just, you're not going to yeah. show it.
1: You know? I mean, so you're analysing something that we can't see. You just say this has right. happened, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. Terribly, and it's a terrible, God, you know. You, know you could tell that the two players on, yeah. um, Martin Keown, yeah. and I can't remember and who the other was. Keown's a hard case. Well, he's, I mean, he's done plenty of damage to people yeah. over the years. Nice guy as well. Used to be in the grapes guy. in no, form. I've and seen play him. Play yeah. for Everson, yeah. I mean, they were a bit more kind of down to earth about it. Yeah. You know, the presenter was kind of like, and then they went into this ridiculous long diatribe about VAR. Yeah. I just thought it's supposed to be a football show yeah. you know I don't really want to hear about the ins and outs of, what do you, you know, think of the AO? has it helped anything it doesn't look like it Doesn't. It? No. it looks like making a dog's ass of it I, mean, I it, think if it, they did it properly yeah. it would be fine but it sounds like they're not doing it properly. I mean there was a Firmino goal
2: ruled offside this is, this is the armpit
1: one. honestly to God how on earth could you make a call like well, that well this is the problem I think if you're going to do it You've got to do it sensibly and you've got to surely leave the power in the hands of the referee. I like the idea that makes the final decision. You know, this thing about
2: it, there's an obvious mistake. So in other words, if the linesman missed it and then you go and review it on video and there's an armpit in it, then you let it go. But if if he hadn't seen that there was a guy two metres offside, then sure, call him back. But no, it's
1: the idea. We I mean, start doing, you know, like right. fingernails, oh, armpits... Where does it stop? And in fact, I've seen a version of the line being drawn across the yeah. park where the armpit's actually not offside. That's right. That's right. So you know, more interestingly, I see today uh, the Real Madrid are coming in for um, Ra- uh, Raheem Sterling. You've yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and for seventy million plus Gareth Bale. Yeah. I mean, amazing
2: that seems cheap to me Zinedine Zidane does not like Gareth Bale does he he really doesn't no. I, mean, I, I can't work out why because he keeps scoring I see it. that he
1: said the other day that he's so bored with the politics he doesn't even know who the Prime Minister is now who Bale yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not sure he should come <laughs> oh back to vote God. To I don't think honest. he's ever been the sharpest uh, I don't think he has no but uh, sure some uh, God bless it? him he did marry his childhood sweetheart
2: so, he, so he, he'll go to City so as I the presume third, that would yeah. be the department. why would well, Pep Guardiola want him though I don't think he would I don't think
1: he want him instead of Sterling no it's great though Sterling's become such a good player since he left Liverpool <laughs> I know,
2: I know. <laughs> there's a great thing again there was like Brendan Rodgers do you remember they did that TV series Being Liverpool I think it was called it was, like a oh, was that ball? the one
1: where he put his names in the envelope uh, and said you know I'm going to open this envelope at the end of the year yeah and these will be the people that have let me down. Oh, no, was I don't. but it might was, well have been. Yeah, that was one of the Rendon things. Brendan Rogers did. Yeah. So, yeah, right. So He, he did some really naffy. He came over as a really weird character. Well, I think he Rodgers. is. Well, I'll tell you what, I can't say he told me this, but it was somebody not unrelated to the old Liverpool people yeah. who I met once, the yeah. daughter of one of the big uh, yeah. players, who said that everyone at Liverpool when he was there hated him. Yeah. Um, and when, I he think went that's off, right. when he went off with the. Uh, the physio you know, or The travel was? girl. Was it the girl? You know, year? left his wife. Yeah. That, was, that was absolutely and, yeah. anathema. But they said the reason they hated him was that he arrived there as if he was Liverpool. Yeah. As if he was the guy that had sort of, you know, yeah. could, could only possibly have been him to like inherit the mantle. Say, you know. And, you know, look at this great yeah. club. Look what I've done with it. Yeah. You know, if he was chocolate, he'd have eaten himself. Well, he
2: tore a strip off Sterling in this training yeah. session when no one really knew who Sterling was. He right. was like 17. Right. And... They were having. He, he was bollocking all the young players, right. right, with his you know pearls of wisdom, oh, yeah. and and he said Sterling had said something to him like mm. whatever or something yeah. like this. And Sterling's just stood there like this dumb kid, yeah, right. and open mouth. He was pretty young, then, as well. he, uh, uh, Rogers is. T- Come here, Sterling. You know yeah. you know what you said. You know what you said, right. and all this. Don't you ever say that to me again, yeah. right. and all of this bollocks. Right. And I did think when Sterling got out of Liverpool at the first opportunity, it's. You know that kind of environment yeah. where Rogers had been such a twat, to yes, it, that that would stick in your mind. Yeah, yeah. you know, no, think, for oh, sure. screw you, mate. And every
1: chance he gets to stuff one up, yes. Rogers, he'll he'll do Quite it right. But you know, we should go back in the end before we finish to uh, yeah. the situation we find ourselves in. You know, what is it? Six weeks until the um, six weeks until the election. The election. Um, yeah. I mean, presumably the new European. That uh, will be banging the drum, unlike Radio C, because we're not allowed to. No. Once we enter the perder period, you have to uh, we not only have to be balanced, but yeah. we have to be seen to be balanced. So how do
2: you cope with that? Does it, is that on a presenter-by-presenter presenter basis? Yeah. Do
1: you have to be balanced? It, you do, yeah. They can't, I mean, I've always argued that, you know, surely it should be a, a, a station-wide thing. Yes. Whereby you go, well, you know, if, if Mike Graham says this, Matthew Wright says that, yeah. you know. There's um, your balance. You yeah. know, Emin Holmes says this. Yeah. yeah. Over the course of a week, yeah. you have different guests from different parties, Care. I mean, it's not so difficult to deal with, but yeah. it's just that I'm not really technically allowed to have a view. So I can't say that I think the Tories are better than Labour. I can't right. say that the Brexit Party should be doing a deal with the Tories or the Boris's deal is yeah. it's no good. It becomes very tricky. Yeah. And they also have to log everything, right? So the poor old newsreaders have to log to every single thing that they do. Really? Meanwhile, I mean, I've, I've told people when I was in the Mirror yeah. and we were running the Welsh Mirror, um, and we were very close to Labour in those days, you know, um, and there was a problem, I think, with uh, Anglesey when they said, you know, we really need to hang on to Anglesey, yeah. otherwise, you know, all is lost, kind of thing. Right. So I went, well, that's all right, then. We'll just do a special edition for Anglesey. So I literally yeah. did a page one poster, yeah. you know, basically more or less saying, vote Labour, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Sent <laughs> it into Anglesey. Yeah. Labour won Anglesey by a quite narrow margin. Yeah. And uh, the Clyde Cymru lot took us to the Electoral Commission, and we were cleared. <laughs> really? Yeah. Can I tell the newspapers so, what they like? Yeah. They? So yeah. it's really unfair that yeah. the broadcast media... Is not allowed to do that, but, but yeah. here's what's going to be interesting because there's because there's technically no um, party political connection to Leave and Remain. Mm. It's not very clear what we do about that, right. so we'll have to find out in a way. Of course, because
2: it transcends. Well, of yeah, the votes, because
1: I mean, if for example I present myself as a lever, yes, uh, does that mean I support the Tory Party? Not necessarily. No, am I telling you to vote Tory because I'm saying we should be leaving the European Union? It's a not, bit not really. ridiculous,
2: isn't it? Well, I think it's a bit. Arcane. I mean, personally, I'm arcane. glad. I'm glad that we have that rule for for, um, TV broadcast because I think if we had like a CNN and Fox News situation, it'd be awful because, you know, then you only listen to the version of news you want to hear, which I think would be really bad. Radio is a bit different mm. because you're buying into personalities. Yeah, you know, exactly. I use that word loosely, obviously. Of course, very but you—some you, um, of them are all. You know, but everyone knows. Right. Everyone know. You know, if you're a regular migraine listener, mm. you know what you think about yeah. these things. So right. to hear you suddenly become neutral yeah. is a
1: bit absurd. Well, I mean, I'm going to say quite. I'm going to be very open about it and say, look, yeah. you know, this is this is what I can do and this is what I can't do. This is why, if you think it sounds yeah. a bit odd, yeah, but I'm sort of pressing them to say that management level, can we find a way around this so that we don't sort of neuter ourselves completely? Because otherwise it's not very entertaining radio apart from anything else. Even if if it turns into just me um, sort of modifying a debate, I can do that and have, say, somebody from the Lib Dems over here and somebody from, um, you know, the Brexit party over there. The problem is if you go for one particular candidate in one seat... You have to give an interview to him. because it famously happened once to Matt Ford, yeah. who you might remember, yeah. a comedian. He used to do an overnight yeah. show. Yeah. He's written um, for a session. Isn't yeah, he? there you go. Um, he's blocked me on Twitter as well, by is the way. He? Yeah, I can't Good ginger character. Yeah, he is. He used to he used to quite like me. He took exception <laughs> to me <laughs> tweeting one night when he was on Question Time, saying so yeah. make, me, he wasn't being very funny. <laughs> but he sent me a note going, why would you not send me a DM? I said, well, because sending you a DM is even more insulting. Oh, what, and he then blocked you? Yeah. I said, that's a bit. I said, bit skid, bit. I said why it? don't you just fire one back at me and go, what do you fucking yeah, know about being yeah, funny, you twat? Yeah. Or and, being on Question uh, Time. Yeah, or being on <laughs> Question Time, which you never have. But instead he decided to throw his hissy and block me. Oh dear. But anyway, um, he once rather inadvertently, when he was less perhaps wise than he is now, interviewed some guy um, in Scotland about something not, nothing to do with the election, but it turned out he was standing as the SNP candidate. Right, oh, no. In some... So some they had to interview so they had to interview every other candidate oh, for the same length of time. Shit. It went on for about two weeks. That's madness. They amazing. had Because he had to go on for about 15 minutes. That's madness. So they've been 10 oh, people, oh. and they just went, you know, this is crazy. Here's so is a that? question for you. Yeah.
2: Do you think newspapers have got anything like the influence they used to have when it comes to an election? Do you know what? Well, I, can't
1: I, I, really mm. I, I can't imagine... I really don't. I can't imagine... I, th- I mean, it's interesting because they've now said they're going to ban political advertising on um, Twitter. Yeah. Right? But I don't know what they mean by that. Well, because that's just
2: them. Twitter are winding up Facebook because Twitter takes about 300 grand of political advertising yeah, yeah. a year. Yeah, yeah. But hang them. on.
1: But what is political mm. advertising? Is yeah. Boris Johnson tweeting out, let's oh, get see. Brexit done on mm. his own account, political advertising? No, it's not. No, it's it?
2: not. So, I mean, it's quite, I mean, I think it's quite easily defined. It's, it's them. It's, so it's actually Twitter placing. Them. Advert advert, so when DR, you see,
1: yeah. say something that says yeah. it's sponsored yeah. by the Labour Party...
2: Yeah, and Twitter have put it in your timeline. Right. Whereas you may or may not choose to follow Boris Johnson, yeah. that's your choice. But they, Boris Johnson could, in theory, have Twitter put his content in my timeline yeah. as an advert. right. right.
1: And, and so, so, not what, so, what you're saying is that the advantage for political parties is they can pay yeah. to be in people's timelines. Yeah, yes, exactly. Who, whose timelines they would not will the might do be very
2: it. careful targeting. Yeah. And this is where Facebook make all their money. Yeah. And this is why they got into such shit with Cambridge Analytica. Yes, they've got such deep understanding of what we're into. Right. They see the fact that I've clicked on nothing mm. but remain links yeah. for the last fifty and they know that I might be a, a swing Liberal Democrat voter. Yeah. So they I'm a likely guy to get bombarded right. with Lib Dem okay. stuff. So very interesting if people are on Facebook or Snapchat or Insta, mm. you know, see what adverts are popping up yeah. and, and just have a think about what that is telling you. See, no, I don't see very building. many ads on Twitter. I'm
1: we'll gonna have to have a look now because I don't yeah. know, I, very rarely do I see something that says sponsored. And it's it's always, always always nothing political. Yeah. No, that's right. Well, I mean, that is normally the case. Is it? Right. Anyway,
2: so Twitter have done this, not really because they're holier than thou. They're just winding up. They know that they take nothing from political advertising, but Facebook take millions and billions and billions. So if they can cause a problem for Facebook, that's healthy for them. I'm going to open my timeline now. Go and open your
1: timeline. Is there an advert on there?
2: But what made me ask the question about the uh, newspapers was that I was struck by how ferocious, you know, the Sun and the Mail and the Telegraph were all pushing Theresa May so massively in 2017. Yeah, Yeah. but she she did nothing. it. It did nothing. Yeah. And I just wonder whether the days of it was the sun what won it, yeah. you know? are they completely over?
1: Does yeah. anybody care what the newspapers say? Well, think? do you know, I read a really interesting piece um, by Roy Greenslade, which is not something I say very often. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure it was all absolute and utter rubbish, right? But there's a theory about, and it's not written by him, but he was writing about this theory, that the reason Liverpool, as a city, voted to remain in the European Union is because the they haven't seen the sun yeah. for so many years. I think that's bollocks. but I think but, so too. I, I mean, I'm
2: pretty sure it's a contributory... Back to it. it could well, be, but I mean, what well, they're basically after.
1: saying is everybody else is, is is influenced in some way by yeah. the sun. Yeah. And it's like, well, nah. really? No. Nah. Liverpool think voted
2: is. for the to stay because Liverpool has seen the concrete benefits of the European Union. Yeah. If it wasn't for the European Union, Liverpool would be on the bones of its arse. It's now an extraordinary. Yeah, but except the Derek kind of, you know, lefty yeah. brigade,
1: yeah. Jeremy Corbyn yeah, type, but it should it. technically be anti European. They should be anti european Yeah.
2: Well, they technically it's are, except yeah. when they're
1: lying to the so, electorate. Except when they're yeah, loads of money.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, but it wasn't the European. It wasn't the European Union didn't pump money in when militant were yeah. running the council. They pumped it in after that when Liverpool was designated a Zone One priority, right? Which is means that you are a region amongst the poorest in in Europe, you know. And mm. you t- you comparing that to Eastern Europe and everything. Yeah. Know? So Liverpool was in a lot of trouble. Jeffrey uh, Howe was writing memos to Margaret Thatcher yeah. saying we should run the place down. It's yeah. over. Right, and then. They came in with infrastructure projects, and they helped uh, make much more of the Liverpool Airport, which yeah. was important. And the docks. And, and the that. docks, yeah. and the Albert Docks. The down really, really brilliant yeah. innovations. And then the key thing, for me, because I've seen this mm. in Glasgow as well as Liverpool, is they made it the European capital of culture. Yeah. And it got a huge influx of tourists. Oh, so well, even
1: Hull's been that now, have not it?
2: Right now, now. So here's the difference. Hull is the UK's uh-huh. capital of culture. Right. The thing that Glasgow and Liverpool got is a big deal. It's Mm. like the European-wide thing. And so they got millions and millions of visitors coming in. And more importantly, I think the city itself, its self-esteem rose. Because I remember when I was growing up in Liverpool, the place had bad self-esteem. You know, we we all thought that the place was in massive Mm. trouble. Unemployment was high. Heroin abuse was massive. You could literally walk around the waterfront of Liverpool, and you'd be kicking rubble that yeah. was left over by the Luftwaffe. Yeah. You know, so the the place was, yeah. you know, in, in part on, on its arse. And then you go back now, Mike, and I promise you, you will not find a more optimistic, fun, vibrant city yeah. in the UK than Liverpool. Now yeah. it's wonderful. To oh, see. it is.
1: It is. But there's still parts of it and it's been receiving an awful lot of money for an awfully long time, there are still parts of it that are in pretty bad shape. Yes, of course. You know, yeah. you drive around it and yeah. you see the kind of poverty and the yes. kind of des- destituteness... It's definitely um, not a job done. ...that you wouldn't done. see in yeah. other parts of the country, yeah. you know? And but you it's... have to say that that has to be because the people who got all the money haven't done everything they could do with it. Well, I think there's a lot more to do, and I think, you know... You know, it's all very well having a, you know, a theatre of, of dreams and a... Uh, sorry, yeah. that's, that's Manchester one. you know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, you know, a sort of a theatre where they put on West End shows and, a, yeah. you know, a, a lovely a- exhibition centre... It's you much go more and, than that. ...where you go and see a Dali exhibit, you know. The people need fucking houses, <laughs> and they need gardens, it, they need places to play football, it, yes, you know. And they they've do. still got those rows and rows and rows of terrace houses. They do. And they've still got bombsite, uh, you know, landfills that haven't yeah. been fucking occupied well, for yes, decades.
2: But the biggest one was in, right in the city centre mm. on the waterfront, and that was uh, the biggest private investment in europe of its time and it's the liverpool one shopping mall yeah and it's spectacular and you know i'm not into shopping malls but this is a great one Mm. and it's changed the whole center of gravity of the city you know sort of moved towards the the left if you're looking down to the water and it's liverpool's always been a city with a lot of swagger and you know it likes to dress in a swaggery sort of way same as glasgow yeah Uh, Not very good at hiding or, you know, joie de vivre under a bushel. But now, that was always in defiance. Just, I mean, the story I always, I'll never forget is coming back from Lime Street Mm. and with a rucksack on my back and walking past this fella at night and he obviously thought i was a visitor to right. liverpool and this guy saying welcome to liverpool lads it's the asshole of the world <laughs> you'll wish you never came and i just sort of thought well, yeah. yeah you know that is how yeah. other people thought about it you'd never get that now inconceivable no, no absolutely right great city hey let's go visit
1: i, I don't disagree uh, go and visit Liverpool, but just don't do it during the winter, it's <laughs> a lot better when it's sunny, and it rains right from now until about March, quite <laughs> frankly. Anyway, uh, that is the Thought Police. We'll be back uh, on Thursday.
2: You will dr- get off to sleep, won't you, every night by imagining yourself walking through yeah. 10 Downing Street. Yeah. The same way I imagine myself going up to collect the Booker Prize. Really? Right? Is that what happens <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's never going to happen. Although I
1: did have a dream about Jess Phillips the other day, but I think it was because I'd taken a lot of um, anti cold medicine <laughs> and I was kind of raving. you know, <laughs> right. Because uh, my other half said to me, You need a holiday if you start a dream about the politicians. I said, Yeah, don't tell me about it. You know. <laughs>
2: but you know, you, so you've got to know what she was doing What? Who? Jess Phillips? Jess Phillips. Is this going to be family No, it's no, not
1: dirty. She okay. came in to do an interview with us yeah. in the studio. Is this right?
2: in your dream or in this real? This is in the dream. Right.
1: right. She's never been in my studio or my tent of Common Sense. right? She came into the, the studio to. To do an interview, right? But she kind of slumped down like some kind of, you know, rock star stroke ne'er do well. Yeah. And she was smoking. Yeah. And she wouldn't stop smoking. We kept saying, look, you can't smoke. And she just yeah. kept going, yeah, fuck you. Okay? Yeah. And she just kept smoking. I thought and for then, that. And then she just kind of slid all the way. And she was so kind of yeah. reckless, well, I kept luche. swearing, louche. Yeah. You know. Great word. And I was, yeah. And I, and I didn't know what to do there And then yeah. I woke up. I don't know what's going on there. But what does it matter? Well, of course it matters because she's obviously taken a decision to look in a particular way to yeah. appeal to a group of people. But don't, don't, normally speaking, men do that as
2: well. I don't want to come over all well, woke. I'm but, sorry. Yeah.
1: I, did you not hear me saying Sam? G. Yeah, the you did. Yeah, but Joseph you picked Winston. the one guy who's got like an outlandish. But he was walking next to her. Yeah. That's why. And they're part of the lib Dems. They've obviously had some kind of conversation about how to dress because don't tell me they do, don't do, do you that. Th- seriously, do you think that
2: do. she said, "I'm wearing yellow, you're wearing orange today"? No, no.
1: They will have had somebody come in and tell them what to wear right. What's the
2: Vietnamese for you, thieving, conning little bastard? I
1: think if you say it in, uh, in English, they
2: probably they'd get, get it. it didn't they?
0: Selling a little, or a lot, <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.